This is Running Free with JH. I am JH. This is Christmas Day. No, actually it's not. It's New Year's Day, January 1st, 2019. And the thing that's been on my mind the past couple days, because I haven't really done this in over a week, talking on the podcast, and the big reason for that is I've had some emotional ups and downs throughout that time. The big question I've been asking on myself is if, if is something that I think we all go with, but we don't always follow through with, at least I haven't. And the question of if I have is what if I don't drink enough or or go down that path of drinking way too much? What if I actually train the right way with recovery, nutrition, What if I actually get to bed on time every night or early and sleep the recommended times? What if I didn't procrastinate on things I should do? And so on and so on and so on. It's a question that I've been asking myself. I do remember 20 years ago, because we're in 2019 now. And I remember 1999, even though it was a long time ago. But I do remember that year, almost 20 years ago. I remember ringing in the new year of 2000. Wondering what's this all going to happen? Because everyone was all talking about twenty thousand. That's the year things are going to change. Because we're going for the twentieth century, twenty-first century. I remember that, and all the possibilities. And I know I'm looking back on my life, these past twenty or so years, even more than that. I do question myself and I ask, what did I do with the last twenty years? Did I get where I wanted to go? If I took this road instead of that road. I joined the military, yes, but what if I didn't do that? What if I went the other road? What if I went to college instead? I went college later, but what if I would have went um, as ROTC? Or what if I didn't do that at all? What if I went to an engineering program? Or what if I stayed and never left New England? It's all the questions that go in my mind. And obviously, we can't go back. I really would love to go back and change all that and make sure that if game that's being played can actually be thought out. I'd love to go back at that time of graduation and actually look. Because I do remember, I don't know if any of you remember, but I know I remember the, the moment we were in the auditorium. Uh, well, it was it was, it was, a, it was an auditorium for where, where it was the, the risers for the seats, you had a stage, that kind of auditorium. You know, for, if you're doing a play or something. We were going to the auditorium where the gym is, which they called an auditorium back then. I'm not sure how you guys call it, but that's what we call it. So they're both called auditoriums. One was a gymnasium auditorium. The other one was just an auditorium where you put on shows. But we're in the auditorium. We all stood up, and we're about to go out there to graduate high school. And I remember my principal walking in, and he oh, – I just remember him saying, remember this moment because you will wish one day you could come back here and do a, have a do-over. Boy, was he right. I don't even remember his name. I don't remember his name at all. I, I kind of re- vaguely remember what he looks like because I haven't seen him ever since that day. But I do remember those words because it, it didn't really hit me at the time. But as the years progressed, I really wish I could go back. I wish I could go back to freshman year and do over. I would do so many things over. It's hard to, hard to fathom these what-if games that I play with myself sometimes. It's so amazing how we as young people in our teenage years are so upset about the the cool click, the, the nerd click, 
the jocks, the cheerleaders, uh, people who are behind the scenes that you never talked about, people that are always the popular kids. We're always so enamored about what they think of us. We're walking down the hallway. We get beat up by bullies. I know I did. I know I got stuffed in a locker at one point. I remember all that stuff. And we all were so – it's amazing. If we could just go back to those times, how we would treat each other differently. It's crazy to think, but it's so true. At least in my mind, it's true. It doesn't matter. And it's a song that I love. It takes the heart by Lincoln, Lincoln Park the in the end song. It's such an amazing song because in the end, it doesn't matter. Almost all those people I went to high school with from both schools I went to, some of them I have never seen ever again. I've heard about them through the grapevine with the social media. The majority of them, 95% of them, I have not seen in person, face-to-face, had a conversation with ever since then. But for four years of my life, all four years of middle school, elementary school, whatever, they ruled my world. Not because they did it by iron fist, but because I let them in my mind. I let them run rampant in this this high mighty head. I let them control my thoughts, my actions. Hell, I even did stuff that's even crazier back then. I even I allowed my, those thoughts of how I dictated what I did for each day, how what I did for work, what I did for because I was in band. I, mean, I played the saxophone, which I was terrible at, but I did it because I wanted to be part of a group. But I didn't understand the philosophy of practice, and I, I did the track. Even though I did track in high school, I sucked at it. If I would have, if I would, if I wouldn't even have listened to the people that were around me, I could have gotten better at track then. I could have got better at baseball then. When I was pretty good at baseball, then I sucked at it. Then I was good at it. And I went back and forth. I could have tried out for baseball baseball team. I could have did Pop Warner. I never did football ever in my life. I could have done that. I could have done all these different things, but I allowed the people around me to dictate my actions. And I don't believe it was on purpose on their part because we're all in this circle of emotions. We're growing up. We have, (laughs) we change. I mean, childhood and teenage years are not easy years. Yes, we go back. Teenagers are rough. I look back. High school was the waste of my time. Looking back on it, it was. I had to spend four years. My last year of high school, three study halls, two gym classes, a semi semi i don't know how you would call it it's a it's it's it was like a free period is what they called it that's how i remember it but it was it was just boring and i also had that period where i had to have it because you have to have english every year english i actually read books that year for the, like the first time i actually read books i was so bored and when i walked down to the teacher's office i asked them point blank can i have some classes to do something because i am bored we can't, we can't, because we have people that need to graduate, and they need, they need the credits, so we have to keep you in these classes. And they approved. They approved of me having – I had gym class twice a day, every single day for the whole senior year. You're only, reco- you're only supposed to have two years of English every other day, uh, two years of gym every other day. I had it back-to-back every single day. Isn't that insane that they allowed that to happen? Then th- and three study halls. What I would do, I worked at UPS at night, and then when it got towards Christmas time frame, I would work from 6 p.m. to almost 2 in the morning. I would I would do double shifts because they only did like four and a half hour shifts, sometimes five, you're lucky. Then they had, they needed more people to do um, to work later, and I would go till 1, 2 in the morning. i get home, get a couple of hours, go back to school in the morning because I had to be at school for 7, and I drove myself. So I had to get up at 6, 6.30, whatever, and get to school. 
and I would sleep sometimes in study halls because I was bored, and that's because I had, I had to get I put my head down and took a nap. It was nice because I knew I had like over two hours of study hall, <laughs> but it's just insane. So the what if game I played a lot in my head. I'm sure all of you have as well. But I'm what I'm doing today is a little different because I am controlling my future, and I've been thinking a lot about the future itself, where I want to go. Do I want to hit 40, 50, and 60, and be looking back again, like I did, I'm doing 20 years ago, and do it again 20 years from now, and look back going, what did I do? Because no matter what happens, at the end of 2019, we go to 2020, no matter what happens, that day is going to come. January 1st, 2020 is going to come. If you're in 65 days from now, it's going to come, and we're going to experience it, and I'm going to be standing there. If, I, if I'm alive when it comes there, because you don't know, I could be in an accident, I could get sick, you, know, you never know. Things could happen, right? But with, if everything goes well, I will land in that day, and I'll be alive, and I'll be going, what happened to the last year? And you know what? I don't want to do that no more. I am sick of being in this funk of mental darkness, as I, I, like, to, I like to call it, because I don't know how I don't know other words to use. It is is a mental darkness that is just beginning consuming me and controlling me. So what I've been doing the past week and a half, going through these mental um, passages in my brain. I've been thinking about the what if game. What if? But the, but I've been changing the what if game from what if I did things in the past to the future. Like I like I started this whole podcast here in the past ten minutes. What if? And let's uh, ask yourself the same question. What if? What if? What if? I stop doing the things that are bad for me, and I know what they are. What if I actually go to work on time? What if I go actually eat the stuff I should eat? What if I actually put a budget on myself and say, you know what? I'm going to put, say, two, $300 a week on food, and that's it. Maybe if I go out to, I want to go out to dinner with friends, I say, okay, let's do this. For one month, it's only 50 bucks. Having cash, 50 bucks, and that's going to go in, it's going to go in an envelope. And I'm going to say, what if I play this game and see what happens? Can I actually spend less at the dinner? Do I have to spend $20 for a meal? Can I do it in $10 and try something different? What would that do for me? Would that actually should give me more experiences? Instead of going to this fancy restaurant here, what if I suggest to the friends, the family, hey, let's go over here. It's a little cheaper. Yes, but something we've never done. Why don't we always go to this place? You know, the what if game. I've been doing that what if game for my future. And granted, if you've been looking at anything on my Instagram right now, I, it looks like I went backwards from January, from December to 02. Remember I was doing my little crazy December experiment? Yeah, things kind of, stumble out of control because my emotions i allow my emotions to get ahead of me and something i i I am asking myself what if i actually take charge of my emotions this year so what i started doing is i'm reading a book called the perfect mile which is about roger bannister um jim lanky and wes oh god i can't think of the third name the three guys it was about after bannister broke the format mile barrier then john lanky broke the broken second second one to break it and then West never broke it, but he got close. But those three were going to have that perfect mile race. What if they all went head to head against each other? Was, I haven't finished the book, but so far, it's actually very interesting. As I said, I'm going to actually engage my brain and do a book, do it over a month, dissect it, listen to it, and I'll, I'll probably talk about it on the podcast. The second is, I said, what if I actually take charge of my psychology? And I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. I love Joe Rogan to death. And the reason, never met the guy, never met him, but... I like the fact that he's introduced me to people I never would have met. One of the persons he introduced me to, and I don't know if you like him or hate him, and you know what? I don't care because it's he's been changing my life in a way 
um, just recently, even though I heard about the guy probably a year and a half, two years ago, it's just recently that I've been allowing his thoughts and thinking on them and actually resonating with him. I'm actually bringing it up in conversation with other people. I'm talking about Jordan Peterson. Yeah, some people don't like him. I know that. And some people think whatever they want to think. But the way he makes me think about go having a plan for my life, we, we, we think about suicide. We think about giving up in our lives because we, have, we, don't, we don't have a, at least me, I don't have a value. It's like if I get up, just eat, go to work to a job I hate, come home, always fighting with people around me because I hate my life, I hate where it's at. But if I have a compelling future, if I get up, if I'm giving to somebody, if I'm giving myself for somebody else, the people in those, in those fields, like if you're a nurse, you're a doctor, if you're an engineer, you're doing something that you love, firefighter, I'm just thinking of things off the top of my head, but no matter what it is, you could be a janitor, you could be a garbage person, you could be somebody that's in the sewer, on the ships out there in the military. I mean, whatever it is. But if you're doing something that's above yourself and you're trying to help towards other people, like if you're around people that you love and you actually go towards a goal, it gives you pause, cause to get out. And I, I was thinking about that myself. I said, what is it about me that just wants me sometimes to just curl up on my bed and just die? What does that to me? What if I didn't have those thoughts? What if I was able to take my thoughts, revert them, and actually take the energy I have, because let's face it, I mean, people say I'm ADD, whatever, but maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just naturally gifted with high energy. But what if we take the energy and put something useful? And so I asked myself that question. I've been asking it. And what I've come up with is, a, is an idea that I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen at the end of the year, but it's going to be very interesting. So I've challenged myself. I said, we're going to start taking apart my psyche. What that's going to have to do It's going to be introspectual thinking into my brain of the thoughts. We're going to take a videos of Jordan Peterson's, uh, maybe Tony Robbins. We'll do some of this stuff. I'll take different people. And we're going to, I'm not just going to hear them once and that's it and move on. I'm going to hear them, think on them. I'm going to hear them again, maybe a day later, a week later, a month later, and think them again. I'm going to keep pounding my, these thoughts in my brain. And what I want to do is rewire my like psychology and, and everything for my brain. Because there's something wrong with my brain when it comes to the way I think. Why is it that I think negatively automatically? Why is it when something goes bad? My, my first thought is to think negative about the person, the situation, about myself. At least that I've realized that. And I think what comes to being a man, at least to myself, coming to be ownership. I'm a big fan of Extreme Ownership, the book by Jocko Willink. I read it a couple times, and I really believe that you have to own yourself. And the fact is, you can't, you can't fix anybody else around you. At least it's kind of how I'm thinking right now. Unless you fix yourself. Well, who am I to tell you what's wrong with your world if I can't get my world straightened out? It's why people have always said I should write a book about my life or get it, become a coach or something when it comes to writing and stuff because I actually do what I'm talking about. But I keep telling them, like, how am I going to teach someone to do something when I don't even follow my own rules? And that's kind of where I'm at. And so what if I change my brain? What if I actually go on a, a journey through this running and actually make it to the end, you know? The what if game, that's the game I'm, I, I want to play now. I don't want to play the game, what if, from the past. I can't change the past. The past is done. It's gone. We can't bring it back. But what if we could actually just make a this different decision going forward? What if I walk out the door t today, go to the gym, and I said actually go, and I actually arrive at the gym. I get to that restaurant tonight with the friends, and instead of taking a margarita, I take a water. What if instead of the fifth or sixth drink of wine or the sixth bottle of wine with the friends, I decide to, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink more water. What if we eat healthy? I actually go to the grocery store and make everything myself and plan my whole week out of food instead of having to figure out day to day and rushing. What if I actually 
do everything that's supposed to do when I should do it. That's the what-if game I think is better to be played than the what-if game in the past. We always play the what-if game in the past. And that's where I've been going with my thoughts. And it was a rough 2017, 2018 with things that's happened to me. I mean, uh, being fired <laughs> from my jobs and having to deal with being out of work for a while, not knowing where you are and just being lost in life and dealing with the suicide stuff again. Yes. This guy right here understands what it's like to be homeless. And I understand what it's like to not know what it's like to have people around you that care about you. Go year after year, Christmas, birthdays, all that stuff, that's good. Spending it by yourself, either wasted or in a, in a place where you have a gun to your head. I've been there. I know what it's like. I'm still here, so why is that, am I still here? I don't know. But the question I have for myself is, do I keep going down the same path I'm going? Or what if I decide to take a different path? And I, I think it's kind of weird that we always have New Year's resolutions on the first of every year. I don't. What I'm going to have right now is a daily check-in going forward. I think goals are good to have. So my goal for this year, 2019, is to end the year to, to run 25 minutes for five miles. Basically, what that means is in five miles, it'll, it'll be 24.59, which is pretty damn good, right? Right now, I'm roughly only off it by a minute and 45, maybe 47 seconds a mile. Not bad. It's still a lot of work. But what if I actually try? What if I actually do it? Instead of, instead of allowing the people around you to go, wow, that's crazy. That's insane. Or can you do that? How about just say, you know what? Let's just do it and see what happens. Yes, there'll be days I might be sick. I might get the flu. Yes, there'll be days I might sprain an ankle. Yeah, I might fall and break something. I can't do a car accident. I might have to work extra hours like I did this Christmas um, season with work where I, I, I did almost, what, 80 hours in a matter of six weeks uh, over a course of a two-week period where I actually did a lot of overtime. Those days are going to come. But it's how you engage each day going forward. That's where I'm at. That's where my brain is at. And I want to thank you for listening to this and my ramble. But I'm thinking about the if, the what if going forward. <laughs> thank you for this podcast and listening to me. And remember, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Running Free with JH, and always runningfreewithjh at gmail.com. You guys have a good day.